Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Can you believe we're this deep into the NFL season? We got to make every second count. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make the most out of every game day. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. New customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting five bucks on any matchup. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use code Richard. New customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the NFL. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Richard. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources the volume that should always be the expectation i ain't mad at you go ahead Welcome back to another Richard Sherman podcast. Mitchell! The Niners. Richard, I I know you loved this Sunday. The 49ers went to Philly and laid the absolute smackdown on the Eagles. Richard, how fired up are you right now? Mitchell, I'm really fired up, but this was my expectation for this game, Mitchell. They are an overmatched opponent. I told people, I told Skip Bayless, I told everybody on the Thursday night crew, I told anybody who would listen, like if the San Francisco 49ers are healthy, there is not a team that should be able to beat them this season. And it showed again. They didn't have a positive yard, the least amount of yards in a quarter under Shanahan, I mean, as a coordinator, as a coach, as a head coach, I'm sure as a youth coach. And they still go on to beat them 42 to 19. Mitchell, the defense showed up in a big way, especially in the first half. Um, they put in press, put a lot of pressure on Jalen Hurts. They were out there hidden. I mean, Dre Greenlaw got kicked out of the game, but he was having a fantastic game before he got kicked out. He should get a Pro Bowl this year. Christian McCaffrey, 17 rushes for 93 yards a touchdown, three receptions, and then you got Glock Purdy. Mitchell, four touchdowns, 148 passer rating. Brandon Ayuk, but Debo Samuel. Mitchell, he talked a lot in the offseason. 
He said a lot of things in the offseason. He said these guys were trash. If we had our quarterback, we would have blown y'all out. Well, they had their quarterback, Mitchell, and they blew him out. So, I mean, he's a man of his word, Mitchell, and they went to Philly. Philly was not prepared. They had not looked good. They had snuck out of some of these games to Elliott, Jake Elliott, 60-yard field goal. They won that game. Kansas City game, uh, the, the, you know, Valdez Scantling drops a bomb. You get out of that game. You know, the Dallas game, Dak steps out of bounds, whatever. You get out of that game. But this is not one of those teams where it's going to be that close. They are better on every at, at every level of the, the the team. And so I would expect that this, I mean, the offensive line, the, the Eagles offensive line is probably better. But Mitchell, I expected this. I expected it to be a double-digit win. I did not expect him to put up 42 points, though. But here we are. Well, Richard, as a common NFL fan, a fan not of the San Francisco 49ers, this team scares the living shit out of me. Um, they look head and shoulders above every other team in this league. They deserve to be the number one team in everyone's power ranks, in my opinion. They go on the road against, you know, arguably the best team in the league in Philly, and they made to make this look like Philly doesn't even belong on the same field as them. Yeah, Mitchell. This Debo is- Samuel. This is a huge game for him, Rich. He had one touchdown prior to this week. He was talking a lot of smack, like you said, and he backed it up. Three tutties today. Richard, if they get him going, they got him healthy. They got their whole line healthy. Their defense is somewhat healthy. Look out. It's not going to get any easier down the stretch. This team is getting hot at the right time. What is going to stop And this another team? guy who was talking mess, Jawan Jennings, third and Jawan. He talked in the offseason like they really didn't want to see him, and they were acting like, he wasn't a factor. He went in this game, had a big-time game, big-time catches on third down, had the touchdown um, against uh, – I, I forget who it was against, honestly, because it was the game was already out of hand. But this team is just complete. Mitchell, Brock Purdy is in the MVP conversation. I think it's only like a four-man race right now. It's Brock Purdy, Dak, Tyreek, and C.J. Stroud. I, I know we want Jalen Hurts in it. I understand. The guy has a lot of touchdowns. He's a fantastic human being. It just doesn't look like everybody else's. I mean, you can say Brock Purdy has all the weapons and he shouldn't be doing it like this. He's blowing these other teams out. So if you got head-to-head matchups with MVP candidates and one of them gets blown out or two of them get blown out, he didn't play Tyreek. I don't think they're not playing Miami this year, so you, he won't, we won't get to see that head-to-head matchup. But we have head-to-head matchups versus Dak and Jalen. And he outperformed both of them in the head-to-head matchups. That got to matter. <clears throat> that has to matter, Mitchell. And if we go into the season and we finish out and he continues to play as well as he is, I would expect him to have a realistic shot at winning MVP. Now, Dak is leading the league in touchdowns, has a lot of yards. C.J. Stroud also has a lot of yards, has the touchdowns. But Brock Purdy is doing it different. They did have that three-game losing streak where Debo and, and Trent weren't healthy. They were kind of banged up. They went into a little bit of a slump. They are out of it. They are out of it, Mitchell. Their number one defense showed up in a big way. Ever since Chase Young has come, these guys have not given up 20 points. I mean, they really they, – they almost wouldn't have gave up a touchdown this game. They got, gave up a bit of a garbage-time touchdown. But, Mitchell, this defense is playing as well as anybody, as well as they've ever played – at the corners, they're playing really good, really hard. Um, yeah, Mitchell, I, I I just can't see. 
I, I can't see a weakness right now on this team. Oh, they don't. And to touch on Brock Purdy further, you know, if he's able to squeak out an MVP win, that is the most insane story in the NFL, probably absent Tom Brady, right? I mean, this guy leads the NFL in passing rating, completion percentage, TDs per attempt, yards per attempt, and yards per completion. I mean, it goes on and on and on. He's the perfect quarterback for Kyle Shanahan. And he's getting it done. And like you said, this defense is alive and well, and they are the lucky recipient of this week's almost, almost perfect defense of the week where we highlight the NFL defense that puts on the week's most dominating performance brought to you by Uber Eats. This week, we got to give it to San Francisco. Gotcha. They have Philly to 19 points. Only the second time they've been held sub-20 this season. They sacked Hurts three times, knocked him out of the game at one point. Uh, Richard... I don't know who's going to stop this Niners team. They look like they might just have to beat themselves at this point, but they are this week's almost, almost perfect defense of the week. And remember, you can order almost, almost anything you want on Uber Eats, the official on-demand delivery partner of the NFL. Order now. Richard, I ordered some Uber Eats during that game. I had a great time, man. I bet so, you did. I bet see, you did. And, and, and clearly, Mitchell, this team almost had, a, had the Uber Eats segment because that, that Houston Texans defense – they were playing some ball. They were in a ball game, a tight ball game. They had to make some crucial stops down the stretch, Mitchell, against Russell Wilson and this freaking red-hot Denver Broncos team. They came in on a five-game winning streak. This is this is probably the game that's going to determine which one of these teams gets playoff positioning, gets a shot to get in these playoffs, and they answered the call, Mitchell. They answered the call. They picked off Russell Wilson three times in the game. Held him under 200 yards, 53.3 passer rating. He did run the ball a few times uh, for 40, 10 times for 44 yards. But C.J. Stroud, again, only completed 16 passes, but for 274 and a touchdown. Uh, he was feeding this guy. Once Tank Dale went down with a season in the injury, you hate to see it. He was on his way to having a fantastic rookie season. Um but Nico Collins picked up the slack, nine catches for 191 yards. He had a really good game. Will Anderson, another one. of Their foundational pieces just keep stepping up, Mitchell. C.J. Stroud, the quarterback. Will Anderson, two sacks in the game, two critical sacks. Derek Stingley Jr., who's going to be a foundational piece, two interceptions, four interceptions in his last three games. I mean, you talk about they got a guy, Mitchell, and he's our lucky interception. This guy is strapping. And so – Everybody was all on Sauce Gardner, rightfully so. Sauce Gardner had a really good year last year, an all-pro year. But do not forget about Derek Stingley Jr. He will not be forgotten about. He is a reason this team is winning this game and has won four of the last five games. But my guy, Mitchell, Jimmy Ward, with a game-clinching interception, clutch play in the end zone to end the game. I, I, I always get, I'm telling you, I always get, I get trauma. I get triggered. When I see him drop back to pass in a goal-to-goal -goal situation, Mitchell, I get triggered. And he, he dropped back and put it up there. And lo and behold, here comes Jimmy Ward, game time. And so there's still an outside chance for Denver to get in these playoffs, but I think there's very few teams that want to play this Houston Texans team. And C.J. Stroud and his defense, they're the reasons why eBay Motors is here for the ride. I remember when I got my first 1988 hoopty and I got in a little fender bender 
early on. I was so proud of my first car. You know, I'm rolling around, you know, looking around like I'm mobile. It's a 1988. Then you get in the fender bender and you're devastated. My light was hanging off. Thankfully, my dad is a jack of all trades. He got me back on the road. I was still rolling. So I was good because at that point, it's about getting from A to B. That's it. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The best way to get tickets to any of these games this month is on Game Time, the fastest growing ticket app in the U.S. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you peace of mind with your purchase. They let you see the view from your seat before you buy so you know what to expect when you arrive. Their all-in prices show your total upfront, so you always know you're getting a great deal. And it takes no time at all. You can buy tickets in seconds with two taps. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and redeem code SHERMAN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code SHERMAN. That's S-H-E-R-M-A-N for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Uh, you, you hit it right on the head, Rich. We were on the Houston Texan bandwagon for probably about the last month, and it was mainly because of their offense. And now we see it. Their defense is starting to step up in big, big ways. Like you said, Will Anderson Jr., their top pick this year, you know, two sacks. He's coming on strong. Derek Stingley starting to show why he was drafted so high two years ago. If they keep it moving in this direction, I mean, I have to believe the Steelers are going to slip out. I mean, granted, they've got the lowly New England Patriots next week, but one of these teams, the Colts, the Steelers, is going to slip out and it's going to give way to the Houston Texans. And like you said, in that six, seven seed, whoever they play against, either the two, three seed, no one's going to want to see them. And the Miko Ryans, kudos to him. He's got this team flying high. The Houston Texans, shout out to them. Richard. Speaking of getting back to life, starting to, to fly a little bit like they should be, the Detroit Lions, mm. they go down to New Orleans and they they get hot quick. 21-0, seven minutes into that game. And I'm thinking, okay, here we go. But no, I mean, they, they gave life back to New Orleans. You know, They knocked Derek Carr out of the game. Jameis Winston comes in there, throws a, a tip pass that should have been picked off right in the hands of Chris Olave. That's Jameis. Gives that team life. Yeah, but, I mean, Richard, the Lions get a big road win. I mean, it's never easy to go down to New Orleans and get a win. What do you think of this Detroit Lions team right now? Do you believe they're a true 9-3 and three team like their record shows? I, I believe they are. I just don't know if anybody's up there with the Niners. And, you know, I, after that 
the, the game against Green Bay is going to leave a lot of people questioning this team. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was just the moon and the way it was aligned that 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 day, Mitchell, <laughs> or what it was, but they they lost that game. And Green Bay has been playing well tonight against Kansas City, and his Kansas City defense has been amongst the league's best this entire season. So they're obviously this Green Bay team is nothing to slough at. Um, but the Jared Goff turnovers, you know, were a concern. He cleaned that up a bit this game. He didn't have them. Jameer Gibbs ran the ball better. They ran the ball as a team a little bit better. You know, those things, their defense played okay. You know, they gave up 28 points, so it was okay. But Amon Ross, St. Brown, passes Calvin Johnson for the most receptions by a line in his first three seasons. That's huge. That's a Hall of Famer. That's nothing to slough at. Um, but lines were up 21 nothing, Mitchell. And they let them run all the way back. Let them roar all the way back and make this a ball game. So that is a concern. But they do got my guy, Big Bruce Irvin, Mitchell. <clears throat> he's like fine wine. He's like Vino, Mitchell. He's getting better with age. And he said it. All I need is a shot. He's like, I feel like I got better technique now than when I was young. I understand things better. And he does. You get him on that field, Mitchell. He's going to make chaos happen. I'm, I'm mad to see I don't see Hawks didn't try to grab him. Um, when they had a chance, but he's going to make life easier for that defense. He's a great leader, very mature, a guy who's been in the league, having success for a long time. He'll make a, a difference. Brian Branch back in the fold, gets him an interception. Um, and so you, there are positive things, you know, to find from this game, but Mitchell, I don't know. Y'all, y'all got a chance at the division, Mitchell. Let's, let's, let's enjoy our big wins. You know, yeah, no, no question. I, I'll say this, Rich. They got the offense to do it. They're going to have to control the time of possession. They're going to have to keep their defense off the field. They're going to have to force turnovers, and they're going to have to find some way to get pressure on the quarterback. They were able to get two sacks today. You know, Bruce Irvin uh, had a big, you know, crucial roughing the passer call late. I mean, that was a big hit on Derek Carr, though. But if he can generate some pressure, who knows what could happen. But right now, I think the expectation of Detroit just get a playoff win and let's see what happens from there. But, Richard, I talked about it early on in the season. You did. They struck gold in Iowa. They went down to Iowa Hawkeye land and plucked Sam Laporta, who was this week's Morgan & Morgan, making it look easy, player of the week, brought to you by Morgan & Morgan's America's largest injury law firm. It's Sam Laporta, who made it look super easy in the Big Easy. Finished with nine receptions for 140 yards and a tutty. Sam Laporta set a career high in receptions and receiving yards. Uh, Richard, he's he's going to be breaking some NFL records as a rookie tight end here soon enough before the season's over. If they can keep getting him the ball, eh, who knows, man? He is this week's Making It Look Easy Player of the Week brought to you by Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Go to forthepeople.com slash Sherman or dial pound law. That's pound 529. Winning in this league is hard, but hiring Morgan & Morgan is easy. It's easy, Mitchell. And 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 Sam Laporta, Mitchell, is making it look easy week in and week out, probably on his way to a Pro Bowl season. But it's tough in this NFC with some of these tight ends. But he's definitely got a case for himself. But Mitchell... Uka. Mitchell, Uka. Uka again. Uka comes out. 
Hooker Nicole, a thousand yard season, four catches for 105 for the Rams. The Rams pull out a huge win versus the Cleveland Browns, who decided to, sh- to start Joe Flacco fresh off the couch, who played a really solid game. You got to give him all the credit in the world. I mean, he threw sure for 254, two touchdowns, one interception on kind of a throwaway pass. Um, he gave him a chance. You know, he gave his playmakers a chance. Um, the, but this Browns defense is starting to come back to earth a little bit. They were they were very playing very well throughout early parts of the season. Um, they gave up some explosives. Uh, they didn't have a sack this game. Everybody's talking about Miles Garrett. He may be injured. He's not 100%, but they didn't have any sacks. They gave up 36 points to this Rams team, almost 400 yards of offense. Uh, but Puka Nakua, the first rookie, Rams rookie receiver to ever have a thousand yards in a season, and he did it the the hard way. Um, Hooper Cup got a touchdown today. Mitchell first touchdown since week six. That was huge. Uh, John Johnson got involved, got him an interception. Kobe Turner second and a half. You know this Rams team is going. I mean they're 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 going to mess around and sneak their way in the playoffs with Seattle kind of coming back to earth. They're a tough part of the schedule coming up. Um, the same thing with the Minnesota Vikings. They have a tough stretch in their schedule. The Rams have won three in a row. I mean, come on. It's the first time they've run three in a row since they since they won a Super Bowl, Mitchell. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but, I mean, they got a tough well, game coming got, up against the Ravens. So, that's, that's probably. Yeah, that's going to be a big test here. They're going on the road against the Ravens, but they got some weapons. If Matt Stafford can, can stay healthy and keep putting the ball downfields in the playmaker's hands, anything's possible for this Rams team. Kyron Williams has been a true, you know, come out of nowhere type player uh, who's been absolutely killing it for fantasy owners this season. But Cooper Cup's got to wake up, man. I just don't get it. The last several games, he's been ice cold. He's able to get in the end zone this week, but Puka Nakua is stealing the shine from him right now. And like you said, Joe Flacco, this Browns team is teetering. They're teetering on the brink of, of heading downhill quick. But kudos to Joe Flacco. He gave him a little bit of life. At least he gave his player shots. He wasn't shy in getting the ball downfield at all. And right. if Amari Cooper didn't go down with a concussion in that game, who knows what happens with that team. Uh, but next week's going to be a huge test for them as well at home against the Jags. We shall see. A team that is absolutely smoking hot right now offensively is Miami Dolphins. And they go on the road to Washington and absolutely destroy the Washington Commanders. 45 to 15 big topic of conversation out of this game is the statistics that Tyree kill continues to put on the board week in and week out. He is the first player in NFL history with five games of 150 plus yards and a touchdown in the season. And and Richard, we still got a handful of games left. I got to believe he's going to be putting a couple more on the board. Richard, I know you said he was an MVP candidate, but what does this guy got to do to he's win do, the MVP? He's got to have 2,000 yards. They have to have the number one seed in the AFC, which they have control of right now. If they keep just winning, they got to keep winning, Mitchell. They they got a tough stretch of ball games coming up. They got a game against the Titans. I think they can win, but they got to beat Dallas down the stretch. They got to beat some guys down the stretch. I think they got to beat Buffalo. Um, but in order, he has a legit chance. If any receiver in the history of this game has had a chance to win it, it's going to be this guy because the way he's affecting these games. I mean, did you see that pass, Mitchell, over the shoulder where he switched shoulders, where he looked over his shoulder and then changed shoulders with the ball midway through the air? Mitchell, that's impossible. 
You don't do that. You, it's hard to do that in the backyard by yourself. To do that in the NFL game, in a stadium, on a touchdown pass, down the field while running full speed. I mean, the things that he's doing are spectacular in their own right individually. But to do them while getting the yardage that he's getting and, and helping his team win these ball game is just incredible. It, it really is. I mean, Ron Rivera and the commanders fired Jack Del Rio this, this week. Now, Ron Rivera had full control of the defense, and they were not pressing Tyreek at all. I think he had 100 yards plus just on straight go routes in the first half. Richard, if you are a defensive coordinator, I know you've had the luxury of playing against Tyreek in your day. How are you defending this guy as a corner? I mean, are you obviously going to help over top, but what are you going to do in instructing your team to how to defend somebody like a Tyreek Hill? You got to take a shot. You got to play press. You got to play two man. And you got to, I mean, it's no perfect answer. If it was a perfect answer, people would be doing it. If it was easy, somebody would stop them by now. But there is no easy answer. He's a great receiver. He's an all-time great. And he's going to create problems no matter what. You can hope to contain him. You can keep eyes on him. You can put pressure on the quarterback. But at the end of the day, you can't just let him run free, scot-free through your defense. That's definitely not the answer. The answer is trying, attempting to put hands on him, attempting to kind of rough him up, to keep guys in front of him, being patient with him, with safety help over the top at all times. <clears throat> and maybe another safety glancing over there <laughs> in case the other one gets beat or gets, get, gets cross-faced. So there's no easy answer. He's having a great season, um, and, and that's it. That's it. He's going to be he's going to be effective. you got to find a way – to try to get the ball out of his hands and disrupt him. And Ron Rivera didn't do that. You're definitely not doing that by playing off-man coverage with him. That's not ever going to do it. You're not ever going to stop him with off-man coverage. And Ron Rivera, they fired Jack Del Rio saying it was his fault. And then you turn around and give up 45 points. Not that this defense wouldn't have gave up 45 points with Jack Del Rio, but you don't really got legs to stand on when the first week you call it. You give up 45 um, and you call man coverage off man versus Tyreek Hill. That's not the way you want to compete. That's not the way you should expect to stop him at any point in time. Any really great receiver, you're, you're playing off man. But Miami's defense, again, since Jalen Ram Ramsey has returned, Mitchell, they have been great. They have held, they held Sam Howell down to only 127 yards passing. They got another interception off of him. No, no passing touchdowns. He ran for two. But at the end of the day, this defense, since Jalen Ramsey has come into, back into the fold, Mitchell, has held every un opponent under 20 points. Every single team they've played, they've held under 20 points since Jalen Ramsey returned. And I think they're going to continue to play well. I look forward to seeing that Buffalo game, and I think it's going to be different with Jalen Ramsey in the fold. I also think the Dallas Cowboys game is going to be a dogfight for the Dallas Cowboys because they're showing some weaknesses that they weren't showing again against other teams that they showed against Seattle that I think a team like Miami is going to exploit. But I don't know. The commanders don't have a lot of answers. I'm sure they're going to kind of re push the reset button and fire everybody soon. I do think Eric Bieniemy deserves a head coaching job. But other than that, I mean, Miami is just in a different class as these kids. And, and yes, Tyreek Hill is an MVP candidate. Has there ever been a time you've been injured in an accident and not only were you in physical pain, but there were stress, headaches, and problems that followed? Do you wish you had hired an attorney? If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Playing corner in the NFL is hard. 
Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is easy. Morgan & Morgan is America's largest injury law firm with over 100 offices nationwide and more than 800 lawyers. With over $15 billion recovered for over 300,000 clients, Morgan & Morgan has a proven track record of fighting to get you full and fair compensation. Morgan & Morgan has been fighting for the people for over 35 years. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is so easy. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless you win. For more information, go to forthepeople.com slash Sherman or dial pound law. That's pound 529 from your cell phone. That's forthepeople.com forward slash Sherman or pound law. That's pound 529 from your cell phone. This is a paid advertisement. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Miami is in a different class. The next hurdle for this team, like you said, they're going to have to go against the big boys and win some big games here. I mean, a lot of their opponents that they've beaten have been 500 or worse. Let's see how they fare against a team like the Bills. Let's see how they fare against a team like the Cowboys. But until then, this AFC is, is relatively wide open, Rich. I mean, there's a lot of teams competing for that number one seed. Uh, who do you like the most? Because, I mean... It could go a number of different ways. If you had to pick one team to take the AFC right now, would it be the Dolphins? No, you still got to go with the Kansas City Chiefs until it's not the Lamar Hunt Invitational. Mitchell, until it's not the Arrowhead Invitation, you have to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I will not trust any other team. Baltimore Ravens have shown too many weak spots, too many times that offense goes stagnant, that defense disappears. I want to believe in them, but they just keep doing it. In these big games, they'll blow teams out. They blew out the Seattle Seahawks. They blew out the Detroit Ravens, but then they lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have those games where you're just scratching your head wondering what happened to this team. So I can't really give trust to them. Um, I mean, the, the Kansas City Chiefs are in a dogfight right now um, and, and and starting to, uh, I mean, I, it looks like, let me, let me check the score, Mitchell, but they're in a complete dogfight with the Green Bay Packers and the Green Bay Packers are driving up to, in the fourth quarter with six minutes and 56 seconds to go. So they could potentially lose this game. So 
they're, they're, it's hard. The AFC is hard to call. You know, it's a really hard conference to call because the Buffalo Bills were supposed to be one of the top teams. They're six and six with a chance of missing out on the playoffs entirely. You got a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers, who's got who's got seven wins and probably going to have eight wins when they come this Thursday to play the to to play the uh wait they got yeah they play the New England Patriots, Rich, and you're unfortunately going to be there. On the road in pit. I mean, I don't know if I'm fortunate or unfortunate, but they're seven and five now. Yeah, they're, they're seven and five. So they're seven and five, the same as the Houston Texans. Like everything's jumbled up in the AFC right now, and it's really not sorting itself out anytime soon. So, I mean, that's why a team like the Houston Texans can come in there and be really dangerous because nobody's really a, 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 a step above everybody else, like the a- NFC. There's nobody that you're like, man. This team has answers for everybody. Everybody has those big glaring weaknesses that you're like, man, I mean, if they run into the right team, they'll probably lose, including the Kansas City Chiefs, who, who are losing right now on Sunday night football. Well, another team that's trying to stick its hat into the ring is team out of Indianapolis, the Indianapolis Colts. They go on the road. They beat the Titans in OT. Uh, Gardner Minshew, Minshew mania gets it done. I mean, Richard, are these Colts actually good? Mitchell, they're not bad. They're not bad, and they're well coached. I mean, Shane Steichen has come in there, and if it wasn't for some of these other other coaching performances, I mean, you'd be talking about him for a potential coach of the year, you know? I mean, this team was definitely not supposed to be in no playoff contention. They're definitely not supposed to be a 7-8 win, you know, potentially 10-win team. Um, you know, they play the – I mean, they play the Cincinnati Bengals next week a team that everybody before the season would be like, yeah, this is probably going to be a loss. But without their quarterback, they're starting Jake Browning. They could potentially win that game too and be eight and five. And you're really talking about cooking with grease and talking about them competing with the Jacksonville Jaguars to potentially win the division. I mean, that division, that AFC South has all of a sudden become a really competitive, hot, got us, must see TV division. And so Gardner Minshew looks to, he looks to part. Anytime he's come up in a backup role, he's usually played pretty well or made the games really exciting. He's a guy that takes risks. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. is is giving him a, a big target. He had 11 catches for 105 and a touchdown. Alec Pierce, three catches for 100 yards and a touchdown. These guys are making it happen. Zach Moss has been having a really good season, um, but still splitting time with Jonathan uh, Taylor. And so... These things, I mean, this team can do a lot of damage. I mean, this was a big win in overtime against the Titans team that that played well. Derrick Henry ran the ball for 100 yards and two touchdowns. DeAndre Hopkins, five for 75 and 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 a touchdown, you know, broke a couple records, reached a couple milestones during this game, um, some all, all-time milestones. So, I mean, I don't know if they're good or not, Mitchell, but they're they're winning ball games and they're they're working their way to these playoffs. And again, I just don't know. It's the AFC. Well, we could be facing a reality here, Rich, where three AFC South teams are in the playoffs. I mean, that's – if I were to tell you that at the beginning of the season, I'm sure you would have some choice words for me, Rich. Richard, before we leave this this recap here, we don't often talk about college football, but I think we have to. I mean, we saw today – the college football playoff oh was announced and the and the committee, the big story of the day, Alabama in, Florida State out. A 13 and 0 
conference championship power five team with some big wins against LSU, you know, several obviously in-conference opponents does not make it. Richard, your reaction to this? Mitchell, this is bad for the game. It's bad for college football. That's why a lot of people are turned off by college football. Like, what's the point of playing the games if the games aren't going to matter? If teams can, certain teams can lose games during the season and other teams can't. Uh, one team from a big conference, a big Power 5 conference, you got to be a Power 5 conference, who played an SEC opponent, the SEC was very down this year, Mitchell. They were very down. They weren't the powerhouse that they've been against other conferences this year, so they do not deserve that type of credit. You take the team from the eighth spot, a team that was in the eighth spot, and jump a team that didn't lose their conference championship. They didn't lose. They didn't. You're punishing them because their quarterback got hurt, not because they actually lost the game, but because their quarterback got hurt. That It's bad for the game. It's bad precedent to set to say you're going to punish teams who go undefeated in a Power 5 conference, win their conference, and replace them with a team that's lost a game. Because if you're, if you're saying losses matter, then it has to matter. You can't jump a team from 8 to 4 and jump over an undefeated team. Could you imagine an undefeated Alabama team losing their quarterback and getting jumped in the rankings the last week of the season after they win the SEC championship? No, you can't. So why are you doing it to these kids? That's the stuff I just don't get. I mean, it doesn't make sense. And I don't understand how you could stand there and justify it. These kids did nothing wrong. They played the schedule that was in front of them. They scheduled an SEC powerhouse, a normal SEC powerhouse. They didn't schedule scrubs. They played their conference schedule, went out. They deserved their chance to play in a championship. Like, there's no... Alabama, if they won out, they would deserve their chance to play. I would say the same thing. But you can't just keep putting these SEC schools in there because they're in the SEC. They lost the games. They don't deserve to be in there. Well, Richard, I echo your your stance on this. I, I think it goes deeper, though. I think the NCAA is the most archaic uh, body in all of sports. I think it's a complete joke what they're doing in college football. I know they're going to 12 teams next year. Great. You guys should have gone to 16 teams 20 years ago. I mean, the fact that we were once deciding who the champion was by people voting who the number one and number two teams were and having them play each other is a complete joke. And now that we're having a, a, a committee of experts make a decision on four teams when there probably could have been eight teams that deserved to be in this year is even bigger joke. So, Rich, 12 teams couldn't come soon enough, but it, this is 2023, for God's sake. This, this I mean, doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. So, but Richard, that concludes, what, what week are we in? Week 13, sorry, week 13 recap. I know we got a huge game um, that is developing right now on Sunday Night Football. Um, so we'll see how that ends. But guys, Richard, I will let you sign us off as always. Well, we appreciate you joining us. I'm going to check on this game really quick. It's 24 to 19. The Green Bay Packers are up right now with the Kansas City Chiefs driving with a big, defensive pass interference call that moved the ball to Green Bay's 49-yard line. Hey, you could join us any place. You could be any place in the world right now, but you chose to be here with us listening to our podcast and our voices and our recap, and we appreciate that more than you know. Niners Nation, 12th man, appreciate you guys always joining us. Stick with us. See you guys next week.
Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.